welcome to the Soul on Fire podcast. Today I'm joined with Lloyd Martin, who's an author of a book called Small Stories, which is an incredible insight into the world of youth development and community development as well. Just working with people and bringing the best out of people. I've cried most stories that I've read in that book because it's like, I don't know, how many, how many short stories are in that book, Lloyd? You think I would know some when I wrote them, but I don't. Probably about twenty. <laughs> well, everyone that I've read so far has brought me to tears. So. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah, very touching. Very, yeah. You and your wife co-wrote it, right, together. That's right. Well, she talked it, and I wrote it down. Got it. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. Anyway, w- welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on and um, giving us your time today. Oh, you're welcome. It's nice to be here. And I, I didn't mention, um, I didn't do you justice really, because you've also, um, you haven't, you don't just write books about the subject of, of community development and youth development. You're, you've been doing it, and th- this book is, um, you know, stories that you've actually, um, they're your own stories, and um, you've also started a school where you teach um, youth development and. Um, and I'm, I'm enrolled in, in that school right now, which is called Praxis, to give you a, a plug there. Um, but yeah, thanks for all the work that you do. And you're also, you've also started the RO Project. Do you want to yeah. tell us quickly a little bit about that? Because oh, I, I, I don't think I I'll do that. I photo ready to uh, show you about that, but real exciting. So were you out there yesterday, Josh? No, I sprained my ankle the other day, so I, I just stayed local yesterday. Ah, oh, okay. Well, Aro Project is about looking at the intersection between youth development and um, um, uh, the in, and responding. Oh, can you can you allow me to? Probably is the wrong shape for the screen, but um, so practice students from all over the country got together and spent a day doing environmental stuff. That's my granddaughter in the foreground there in the orange top. She's seven years old, and yesterday she planted seven trees, one for each year of her life. Wow. This was yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. It was, oh. I don't know, probably about 100 people right across the country got out there, or well, 99 if you had a sprained ankle, Josh. Right. <laughs> um, got out yesterday and just did some work. That's, so that's some of the uh, uh, Wellington group um, getting together to do their thing. Oh, so people came up from Wellington? No, no, people just did it where they were. Oh, and so in different places, this was happening yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah very cool. Places in the country. Awesome. So as you know, the, the, the burning question on my mind, which is why I got you onto this podcast, is I want to talk to you um, and hear from you about this thing called the circle of mana. Can you tell us a little sure. bit about, like, what it, maybe first start with mana? What is mana? Because I think this this quality, like for me, when I think of of Maori culture, I think of its its richness of understanding, like what it means to be human. And for me, the place I start, you know, when when talking about Maori culture, is its deep understanding of of. Um, uh, sense of self and that's kind of what mana is for me but it has it's such a broad quality what it, what does mana mean for you um 
Let me have another crack at sharing the screen. So, the idea of mana for for me, um, it's a quality that each person has. It's about their potential. It's about their value as a human. Um, there are both intrinsic and dynamic um, aspects to mana. So. A person has mana because they're alive and uh, so no one can add to their mana no one can take away their mana that's intrinsic that's what they're and what's there and the idea of using mana as a lens to view a young person through instead of seeing them as a bunch of problems to be solved or something like that the idea is that we see their inherent value as a human there are also uh, dynamic um, aspects to mana, which is that although my mana can't be can't be added to or taken away by someone else, it can be. I can also have my mana trampled, or my mana enhanced and recognised by others. So both it's one of those things where we two things are true at once. So um, any of us can have our mana trampled by other people and in our work with other people we're attempting to recognize the mana they have and operate in, in a way that supports and enhances the mana that they have yeah so so what i'm hearing you say is that mana is something we all have forever and yet it can be um, enhanced by others recognized acknowledged and honored by others and it can also be kind of um, diminished not that it actually goes down or, or or disappears when that happens but people can you know sort of like have a have a crack at it and and that that seems to what 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 does that what does that mean like if someone diminishes your mana like there's a term mana munching <laughs> yes mana munching or trampling mana it's just when when people have interactions with other people that are disrespectful and um, in the end drain the other person rather than build them up. Mm. So, yeah. Got it. And yeah, Manaki well, Tonga, build, like you say, building, we want to build people up, right? And that's what youth development is all about mm -hmm. bringing the best out of people. Yeah. So, what is Manaki Tonga? Uh, um, well, I'm not a fluent speaker of Te Reo, so I will just give you my best version. Manaki uh -huh. Tonga. So, mana to other people or to another person. So, Manaki Tonga is the the act of nurturing or treasuring another person's mana. Now, often manaki tanga is translated as hospitality, but it's more than more than just being nice to people. It's operating in a way that upholds their mana, that that builds it up. So, 
if I if you're my guest and I treat you in a way that makes you feel special, makes you feel honoured, valued, then I am expressing manakitanga, mana akitanga, mana towards you. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm reflecting your mana in the way that I interact with you if I'm looking after you, welcoming you. Mm. Yeah. And it and it feels so so good to be around people who who do that or uh, in an atmosphere where um mana is up, upheld um mm. yeah I, I think that's really what makes a community healthy is this culture of like let's actually build each other up let's support each other um rather than kind of like eating away at each other's um Mana. Yes, and I think it's an important, if you're in the business of helping other people, supporting people, I think it's a really important thing to put in the middle of, of that relationship because there's ways of helping that actually demean and diminish other people's mana, you know, take away their... Right freedom to choose, make them dependent, make the you know, there's, there's unhelpful ways of helping and yeah. by placing the other person's mana at the at the center of what we're doing then that it's about them it's not about my needs it's not about what my organization needs it's about what's going to be good for that person that's a really good segue into um, the circle of mana do you want to tell us a little bit about that or a lot <laughs> <That's the main. laughs> Let, let's let's get into it circle of mana okay all good now i'm gonna uh, share a, another another slide with you but but first of all the circle of mana originally came out of a model called the circle of courage which is an indigenous model of youth development developed amongst the lakota people of north america and the cowboy movies they often call the Sioux but their name for themselves is Lakota. And um, so we took that model, we've been using the Circle of Courage for over 10 years, but a year or two ago, we thought it would be really nice if we if we kind of contextualized it a little bit to, to Aotearoa. So we went back to the people who developed it and said, can we do this? And they said, that's great, go for it. So. With that little introduction, let me explain. It suggests that if we start with mana at the centre of a young person, that if in order to support their mana, four things need to be true. And this is this is a guide to how I interact with the young person. So uh, they need to experience belonging, they need to become good at stuff, they need to feel like they have some control or influence over their world, and also they have a need to be generous towards other people. And rather than looking at the behavior of a young person, um, what we're aiming to do is look through the behavior and see the needs that sit behind the behavior. So we would say that every young person, doesn't matter what their background is, has these four needs. 
And if one of those needs is not being met, then they're in pain, their mana is not being developed as it should be. So this is a guide for us and in our interactions with a young person about how do we meet need rather than just reacting to behavior. Let me take you through those four things very quickly. Um, so a young person's mana is enhanced when they feel like they belong. So if I'm looking after a group of young people, how do I create an environment where they feel like they belong? Um, also, not only belong, but when they're, when they're strong in who they are and that is valued by other people. Um, the second area of the mana, of mana is that mana is enhanced when a young person not only becomes good at something, but has other people recognize their competence. And the third area is mana is enhanced when people feel like they can influence their world, what's going on, where they participate in decision-making. It's not just done for them uh, and, and they're given responsibility. And the last area is mana is enhanced when we give back. And, and that's one of the meanings behind manakitanga because mm. actually when we show manakitanga towards another person, both that person's and our own mana has been enhanced in the process. So in a, in a nutshell, it's those four things. And, it's, and although there's a lot of research and science behind this, um, it is a way of looking at people that can guide our simplest interactions. So if you look at that picture, which is my granddaughter and my wife uh, making cupcakes for which they are both famous, um, you could see all of the parts of the circle of mana in mm. that picture. You can see belonging, you can see becoming good at something, you can see making decisions and yep. participating, Thank and God. when they're finished making them, they'll take that tray right. around and we'll all have to eat. Um, so giving back. Even in our, yeah, so even in uh, inter interaction everyday interactions with people the circle of mana is like my glasses it's looking at putting on a pair of glasses to look at both the young person and what we're doing with the young person through and to ask the question well in this thing that i'm doing with this young person where are they finding those four things mm. so it's not necessarily like something you have to do like in succession or in any order it's just you know um making sure you know that all those boxes are ticked um mm. or you know doing your best to to do that and and if one of them isn't ticked what what do you do then <laughs> if you know you know you're working with a young person and you can see oh they're really diminished in their feeling of belonging they you know how how, how do you help <laughs> trying to look at so pick that young person who's the biggest pain in your group the one who annoys everybody i'm sure everybody's got a picture of someone at this point you could look at their really annoying behavior or you could use this model to ask yourself what's going on with that young person's circle where is their circle broken mm. 
And the point of asking yourself that question is, then you know what you need to do. Right. Instead of, you know, trying to discipline them and banging out of them or something like that, to say, if their circle's broken around belonging, how do I help this kid feel like they belong? Mm. That kid who's always shouting out might be a frustrated leader. Mm. How do I create situations where they can take some responsibility? So it, it leads us into kind of being proactive in responding to what a young person needs rather than just gritting our teeth and and you know getting annoyed at somebody who's just behaving inappropriately which is often the easier option right <laughs> well it's our natural option i think uh, but <laughs> but the, the point of the circle of mana is as i said it's like putting on some glasses and trying to see the world in a new way new way yeah yeah and that's probably why it's it's easier to just react is because it like you say it's it's that's the way we've always done it right and then this new way this is new so you know new always takes some courage to to implement right to try on a new pair of glasses and you know have to kind of adapt and you know um and and change that's that's always um yeah Mm. a challenge yeah it's it's new stuff but one of the nice things if you're working in a team and as a whole team you're kind of trying to get get on board with this co-opera or idea is that you can kind of debrief and one person will have noticed something that somebody else didn't notice i think every young person and even the most difficult one is a key that unlocks them and the circle of courage helps us identify what, what it might be nice um do you have any examples of um belonging like maybe in your own um journey of or journeying with someone else where you were able to you know, see that transformation or see that circle of mana you know that broken circle becoming um healed or put put together through belonging because actually I, um, I, I to give some context um like for me how belonging the way belonging looks is my my um when i was a teenager i got into graffiti and when i look at that um like why graffiti like what writing your name on in public space what's that all about like really if you look at the psychology of it or or try to um what i see at least is a need for belonging like a real like like um see me you know um kind of calling out to be seen acknowledged heard um and also the acceptance you get in the community of of other graffiti artists and it yeah i i really think graffiti is all about belonging actually well actually if you go around the circle you probably find some other aspects in there as well does that become good at something right sure um and then there's the you know having an influence on your world mm, yeah well that does isn't it yeah sure we speak, we speak back to our world yeah interesting and i know that you know the circle of mana culminates right in this kind of um 
sour um, idea of of giving to the community. I when when I used to hear the you know the term giving back to the community or being a part of the community or serving your community, I used to like my lips would curl. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> you know, what's what's oh, yeah. with that? You know, why would I want yeah. to do that? Like community, what's the community ever done for me? You know, it was like me against the world. You know, and I think a lot of teens are in that space. Um, but it seems like the circle of minor is really um, turning that around and and giving people that's that leadership like um, that sense of I am a part of of the community and I'm like a like a, a, a civilian you know would you say that that's the is that the goal of of circle of minor yeah yeah that we that we find our place in the world um, but can I go back to that idea about you know why would I as a young you know 16 year old young person why would I give stuff about anybody else yeah sure um, <laughs> and there's, a, there's some real good research around it um, generosity has been linked to resilience yeah so res this is resilience I'm holding up a piece of plastic here and if I took this plastic and then distorted it out of shape and twisted it which is what's happened to the lives of some of the young people that we work alongside then resilience is the ability of the plastic to slowly go back to its original shape it'll take a while for this particular load of plastic that's resilience in plastic resilience in people is people have gone through really tough difficult stuff in their lives what is it that stops a person passing their pain on to their own children as they get older? What is it that stops them trying to end their pain uh, by taking their own life and other things like that? Um, when they've looked at, and, and why do some people seem to have more resilience than others? Why do some people seem to be able to go back to a normal shape and not pass their pain on? Um, what the research shows is that resilience and generosity are linked. So if a, a generous person is a person who's more likely to get through their own pain and struggle. And so if I'm working with a young person that's really struggling, has had terrible things happen to them in their life, I can't do anything about what's already happened. But rather than treating them like they're a victim or a client or something like that, if I treat them as a person who's got something to offer, and if I encourage that generosity in them, what we would find is that there's also their own healing in the process of helping others. So by taking a selfish, self-centered young person who's maybe self-centered for very good reasons and helping them discover the joy of helping other people we're actually part of the healing process part of them helping them move on and that's resilience mm. great insight really appreciate your, um, your sharing and you're taking your time to um, create the circle of mana um, for us well not just in this interview but like you actually created it <laughs> so props for that you know and I, I appreciated when you said you know you you 
you took permission from the you know the 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 people who actually created the uh, the model first right you you approached them and said okay can we adapt this for you know kiwi land and and that was okay you got the okay first and i think that's really important um as well and that that's that is a form of manaki tonga and you yeah so just to acknowledge you your 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 own practice of of what you're teaching as well mm. thanks a lot cool. well uh, it's a pleasure to come and have a chat with you today um josh Awesome. Well, I'll see you at school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, oh, yeah. Lloyd. Have a great day. Bye. You too, mate. I'll see you.